but can't come. You feel a bit sad, don't you? What about if you invite your friends and they say, yeah, great party, we'll come, look forward to that. And then when it comes to the actual party itself, they say, oh, sorry, can't make it. Got something else on. How does that make you feel if that happens? That makes you feel really sad, wouldn't it? They said they're going to come, but then something else has come up and they're not going to come after all. Well, in this story that we've just uh, seen there and heard, uh, Jesus is telling the story of a man who's having a big party, a great banquet. There's going to be lots of food. It's going to take a lot of organizing. The first thing he does is he gets the invites sent out. So he sends a servant to it, get all the invites out, tell people it's happening. And it sounds like they say, yeah, great idea, we'll come. Looking forward to that. But when the day of the party comes around, the man sends his servants out to tell the guests again, we're all ready. Remember, this is before mobile phones. You can't just go and text your friends, come on, party's starting. Um, you've got to go out and tell them the party is about to start. The balloons have been blown up. The food is already. The inflatable castle has been inflated. It's all ready to go, isn't it? The party is happening. But what happens? What happens? Do you remember what it said? They all began to make what? Excuses. They all began to make excuses. Can you remember um, what the first excuse was? Anybody listening carefully or looking carefully? Yes, go on to me. Very good. Did you hear that? I just bought a field and I need to go and see it. Now, I don't think this um, particular guest is saying, I've got to go and plough the field, I've got to go sow some seed, I've got to go and water it. Um, he's saying, I just need to go and see it. Maybe to make sure he's just bought it, that he got a good deal, checking well it's not too rocky. Maybe there's a nice well there in the middle where he can bring up the water to water it. There's a nice wall around it, maybe. He's going to check it out. Do you feel like that sometimes? Maybe um, at Christmas time, do you think uh, when you've got your... How many of you open a present at Christmas morning before you go to church? Any of you do that? Then you go to church and you're thinking during the service, be honest, I want to go home, I want to look at my present. I'm so excited about it. Do any of you feel like that? Yeah, yeah. And the adults as well, I'm sure. Yeah. But the field wasn't going to go away. It would still be there the next day. If the guy had gone to the party, it wasn't going to disappear, was it? Your presents will still be there when you go back. They're not going to disappear. What about the next excuse? Can anybody remember what the next excuse was? Anybody upstairs can remember what the next excuse was? What did the man say? Down here, a bit of conferring going on. You've got a joint. We'll come on to that one. It's the following one. There's one in between. Yes. Yeah, very good. What did he say? He said, I've just bought five yoke of oxen. And uh, I'm on my way to try them out. Well, I've brought um, one yoke and two oxen this morning. Here's one yoke and here's two oxen. Um, yeah, all right. <laughs> Wasn't very good, was it? Um, but you younger guys, do you know what a yoke is? Do you know what a yoke is? It's a funny word. We don't use it very often these days. Yeah? 
<laughs> that is a yolk, yeah. That's a different type of yolk. That's the yolk there, that's right. But do you know what another type of yolk is? Any of you guys upstairs? Yeah. Yeah, it's in an egg. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll show you a picture. Here we go. So these are two oxen. Um, they're a bit like cows, aren't they? And do you see that wooden thing between the, between the two of them? This thing here, that's the yoke that ties them together. So together they plough a field. So if you didn't have that, one would probably go off that way, one goes the other way, and you wouldn't get a good, nice, neat line, would you? So that's the yoke of oxen. So this is a question for the younger ones. If you've got five pairs of oxen, five yoke of oxen, five pairs, how many oxen have you got all together? Go on then. Who's the youngest one who's going to answer this one? Timmy. 25? No, good guess. Go on up there. 10, very good. 10, ex, 10 oxen, that's right. So, um, <clears throat> why did he want to go and you know, try his oxen out? Surely if he'd gone to buy them, if you go to Tame Cattle Market, you go and look at your oxen, you, your cattle, and you check they're okay, don't you? Check they're healthy. They know what they're looking at. So he must have done that before he bought them. So why is he going to try them out? It's just an excuse again, isn't it? Um, think about when you get your presents as well, your, your toys. You want to go and try out your, your football, maybe. You want to go and try on your new dress. Um, you want to go and try out your video game. But it's just a bit of an excuse. So what about um, the, the other excuse, which the girls mentioned before? What was it? I've just got married. I've just got married, so I can't come. I want to spend some time with my new wife, my new husband. That's a good thing. Um, we don't know if both of them are invited or just one. Um, but actually, if you're, you're married, yes, you want to spend time with your, your new uh, husband, your new wife. But it doesn't mean you can't do anything else, does it? It doesn't mean you can't do things on your own. It doesn't mean you ditch all your old friends. Um, especially if you accepted the invitation. Um, a bit like you guys, maybe you've had an invitation to a party, the day comes around, and actually you just want to go and f- spend time with your other friend because you like them maybe a bit more, so you don't go to the party. How would that make the person feel who's having a party? They'd be pretty, pretty sad, wouldn't they? So the servant comes back, he tells his master all these excuses, and... Um, He's not very happy, is he's pretty angry. He's invited these people, they said yes, and now they're not going to come. So what does he say next? Yes, Timmy. Go out and do what? Go out, go out and do what? Yeah? Yeah, very good. Sorry, there's the married picture. Um, go out into the streets and alleys of the town and bring in the poor the crippled, the blind, and the lame. In other words, all the people who don't normally get an invitation. Probably don't have many friends. They don't have money to go and buy fields and oxen, so they haven't got excuses like that. They don't get invitations to parties, so if they get one, they're going to be really pleased. This could be the only party they'd get an invitation to. So they're really excited. But also, these people are not going to be able to invite you back to their party because they don't have money to have parties. So the master's saying, go out 
and bring all those people in to this party. So he does, doesn't he? And then what happens? What happens next? Do they have the party now? Everybody's there. They have the party. Yeah, anybody else? Timmy, you're doing really well here. But let's give somebody else a chance maybe to... Somebody up the top there? What happens next? Go on then, Timmy. It's you again. There's still not enough people. So who who does he invite next? He says, yeah. Invite everybody. Yeah, go into the roads, the country lanes, and compel them to come in so that my house will be full. Go further afield. Now this is going to be even harder to invite them because they're probably thinking, well, why would I get an invitation? I don't even know this person. Why would he invite me? Surely you've got it wrong. Surely you've made a mistake. But he's saying, go and invite them all so that they can come to my party. Now, a parable, I'm sure you've learned this in S Club, is a story that Jesus told. What's special about this parable? Yeah. It's a story with a meaning. Very good, Lydia. It's a story with a meaning. It teaches us something. And what teaches us, what Jesus teaches us in this story is about what it means to be a part of his kingdom. Jesus is inviting people to be part of his kingdom, to be a friend of Jesus. And that's an amazing privilege, isn't it? Everyone is invited. Those who are well off, who can afford to buy oxen and fields. Those who have nothing to offer, the poor, the lame, the crippled. Those who live in the city, those who live further afield. And whether you get an invitation or not doesn't depend on how popular you are, how much money you got, whether you can give good parties as well. Um, Everybody gets an invitation. <clears throat> and you don't have to invite them back. You don't have to do something in return. Now, there are lots of good things, aren't there, about being friends with Jesus, being invited to be a friend of Jesus. Um, just knowing that we're forgiven for all the, uh, the bad things we do. Isn't that a great thing to know? Knowing that we're loved, even when we don't deserve it. Having someone you can call on for help when times are a little bit tough. Knowing there's someone who understands exactly what you're thinking and what you're feeling. But these things are nothing compared to what it will be like when one day we meet Jesus face to face. When we die and we go to heaven to be with him. That's when the real party will begin. But the trouble is a lot of people can't think about the future. It's hard sometimes to think about the future, isn't it? What's going to happen later We think about now. What's going to happen now? What gives me most pleasure now? So rather than thinking about being friends with Jesus, that that's the greatest thing that can happen to them, they're more interested in, well, what can I do now which is really fun? I want to buy something. I want to uh, try out my new new game. I want to hang out with my best friend. And there's nothing wrong with these things. They're great things, aren't they? But what's most important is being friends with Jesus because he will never let us down. And that's why the next passage in Luke talks about um, Jesus telling his followers, you need to give up everything for me. You need to put me first. And if you think about it, that's not a great sacrifice, is it? Because everything we've got comes from Jesus anyway. So we're really just giving up what he's given us. That's a win-win situation, really, isn't it? So the question I want to leave you all with this morning is... 
Are you going to accept the invitation to follow Jesus? Are you going to accept the invitation? You don't have to do anything to be good enough to be friends with Jesus. He accepts you as you are, whether you're young, whether you're old, whether you're lame, blind, crippled, whether you've got lots of money or no money. But if you don't accept the invitation, <clears throat> what Jesus says, you've only got yourself to blame. The party is going to happen anyway. It's going to be a full party. It will go ahead. Everybody there is going to have a great time. They're going to have fun. But if you don't accept the invitation, you're not going to be there, are you? And many of the people at Jesus' time who he told about the party, they just somehow assumed, well, they'll get on with their life and they will be there because they deserve somehow. They're good enough to be there. But then Jesus went to those who weren't Jews, to the others, and Jesus told his followers to go out to all nations to invite them to be friends with him. So don't put off accepting that invitation, thinking one day I'll be ready to accept it. Because that day may not come. The more you do other things, enjoy other things, the more somehow they may become more important to you than Jesus. And it'll be harder to accept that invitation. Accept the invitation, look forward to the greatest party that will ever happen. The party will go on for eternity. Let's thank God for that now, shall we? Father God, we do thank you for the invitation that we've all received from Jesus to, to follow him, to be his friends, to go to live with him forever and enjoy the great party that will go on for all eternity. Lord, we know there are lots of exciting things in this world, things you've given us to enjoy. But help us not to find those more exciting than Jesus. Help us to put him first, to follow him and enjoy what a great friendship it is to be with someone who will never let us down. Someone we can look forward to being with forever. We thank you for him. We thank you for his invitation. And we pray that you'd help us to accept it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.